Are you ready to get your fantasy on? Here's show us your TDs. It's growing time. Let's go. Hello, is it me you're looking for? That's right, baby. Gooby is back. And I'd like to welcome y'all back to the show. Show us your TDs. We're back. Me and Melky, the full team, the full duo. It's been a long two weeks off, and I want to thank Melky for holding down the fort as I recovered from my illness. So thank you, Mo. And with that, how are you doing? Well, first of all, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. I feel like we need to stick to our day jobs. I was going to say, neither one of us can sing, but that's okay. (laughs) What a time to be alive. Uh, Gooby returns, and it's America Thanksgiving. Gobble, gobble. This episode has a dual combination and I can't wait. I know we're months, we're a month away from it, but it's almost like a Christmas miracle. Aww. Ooh. Your favorite football milk beverage is extra bubbly because the Cowboys won big, the Leafs swept Sweden, and of course, we're about to get our turkey dinner, dinners on. Minus Gooby, because we all know he hates turkey and prefers yeah, ham. No, thank you. Yes, sir. What? And most importantly, my ride or die is back. Thank God. It's been a lonely two weeks. No, actually, it's been fun. Small Fry stepped in, and she was really good. She did and then fantastic. I, yeah, and then I flew solo just because the going yard guys, uh, one was sick, and the other one, we're just like, well, we'll reschedule, but held it down. It was fun, but you know what was more fun? Following your adventure, Gooby. I know you have some big news, and we're not going to waste any more time like a two-pump jump does getting busy. What the fuck? So take it away. What time is it? Damn time! All right. The big news is... Unfortunately, I am still fucking perfect. <laughs> 11 and 0, baby. <laughs> Let's go. Keep that train on trucking. It's amazing to see. Huh? I'm loving it, man. At this point, it's like, oh, man, I, I, I listened to the last podcast that you said, and you said I'm going the uh, the, yeah, the Patriot the way. Yeah. I don't want to go the Patriots way because I want to win it all <laughs> in the end. I don't want to lose to some fucking two-pump chump fucking <laughs> New York Giants, okay? I want to win it all. But yeah, man, 11-0, it's crazy. This league is tough, and I'm just... I'm. I'm keep on. I'm just gonna keep on going, man. Yeah, this is amazing. Let's let's talk about it. I won one thirty eight to seventy five. Damn! Melky called it. He said it was gonna be a blowout. Let's go over it. Hertz twenty two. DJ Moore nineteen. Jamar Chase eight. Jacoby Myers six. Finally, he got a little bit going in, in the end there. I was like. What's going on? Uh, Travis Etienne, 7. DeAndre Swift, 18. 
Jake Ferguson for Gus Edwards. Thank you for giving me Gus Edwards, whoever you are. I think they were the last place team too. Uh, 20 points, Brandon McManus 10, and the Dallas defense 22. Burrow these nuts in your mouth. Beat Mahomes, Mahomes over Mahomes. <laughs> Melky was laughing at that one the other day. I wasn't uh, the only one. A few people chimed in and said, fantastic name probably one of the best names in your league hey and i texted you um about that trade with yep. uh hollywood brown for gus edwards oh. you said yes you gave me the go-ahead so i was like all right i'm gonna do it and then i picked up someone you called out uh i think two weeks ago or whatnot rondell moore and i didn't I said, call out rondell moore i just no? said no i called out noah brown noah brown yeah, Rondell Moore, I said you asked about him and I scoffed a little bit. So that that is correct that I wasn't a big fan, but I was. But you you obviously saw something. And it's crazy because I had him last season. And when I picked him up, he was great with Baby Yoda as well. So they have a great rapport. So that that was good investigation skills and research skills on your end. Yeah, I gave away their number one receiver and I picked up their number two receiver off the waiver wire. And he's doing good on the bench right now. So it's good to have that little, um, you know, little leeway for my receivers. 11 and 0, Melky. What do you think of this? It's mind blowing. Absolutely mind blowing. It's some crazy territory, so you don't want me to say the Patriots territory. So we'll go with the Miami Dolphins since they're the only undefeated team in oh, NFL well. history. <laughs> People say fantasy football is easy. It's not easy. It's not easy setting the right lineup, looking at the right matchups. I mean, yes, there is luck that goes into it. But if you know your stuff, you're good to go. And clearly, you know what you're doing. Otherwise, you wouldn't be 11-0 and still on cloud nine. So congratulations. Yeah. Big time victory! You stomped him. I had a feeling it was going to be a beatdown. Yeah, I was looking at—I was just looking at his roster. I'm like, there's no way he can compete against Gooby. Well, he is two and nine, and he is the last person in our league. After the Sunday games were over, I looked at it. I was up by 50 points, and I still had Hurts and Swift, and I was like, Mahomes needs to put up like 80 or 90 points mm-hmm. if I can beat me. So, yeah, it, it was no brainer after Sunday. It was a done deal. Once yeah. you text me the score at night after the the afternoon games, I'm like, that's ah, a done deal. You don't even have to have Hurts and Swift show up and you'll still win. Yeah, it was really good. All right. The moment you guys have been waiting for. This one is especially special to me because I have a double or nothing bet <laughs> on this game. With that being said, it's bro, these nuts in your mouth versus Kamish Kelly. My commissioner, the man who brought me into this league. We have a double or nothing bet because I bet him the beginning of the season I would be better in the standings than he would be. Uh, Obviously, that is true. He has no way of beating me, but he messaged me, I think, last week saying double or nothing week 12, uh, winner takes all. I said, sounds good to me. So here we go. Jalen Hurts versus... CJ Stroud, DJ Moore versus Terry McLaurin, Jamar Chase versus AJ Brown, Michael Pittman versus Chris Olave, 
Travis Etienne versus McCaffrey, DeAndre Swift versus Isaiah Pacheco, Jake Ferguson versus Dalton Kincaid, Gus Edwards versus David Montgomery, Brandon McManus versus Nick Folk, Dallas defense versus Pittsburgh. Now, he was 0-4 at one point. He is now 5-6. and six. He's sixth in the league. He's got a good team now, and it, it looks strong. He's picked up some people on the wire. For a little bit, Chris Olave wasn't doing well. Terry McLaurin wasn't doing well. I, I think he made a trade. I don't remember, but yeah. No, this is going to be a tough one. Uh, predictions is 122.69 versus 122.19. Damn, it's down to the wire. Yes, sir. Gosh, he, he's got some big-time ballers on his team, guys who can bust open a game like A.J. Brown, Christian McCaffrey, Terry McLaurin. Don't don't sleep on him. Sam Howell, for some reason, has some fantastic stats. And McLaurin seems to be in the right place at the right time. This this is a nail-biter, Gooby. Yeah, the the things that I look, look at right now is... McLaurin plays Dallas. A.J. Yep. Brown plays Philly. A.J. Okay. Brown is on Philly. Sorry, sorry. A.J. <laughs> AJ AJ Brown's playing Buffalo. Whoa. And Dalton Kincaid is playing Philly. So I have a feeling that those guys aren't going to perform as well because they are facing tough defenses. But you never know. A.J. Brown is A.J. Brown. And Dalton Kincaid's been fantastic lately. So... I think his X factor might be Chris Olave because Michael Thomas just went on the IR. So that's more targets for Olave. Remember last season in his rookie campaign, he had no Michael Thomas and he was fantastic. So it could be the same story. I know him and Carr trying to get on the same page. That could be an X factor, but you have Gus Edwards and Baltimore is the number one rushing team in the league. So that could be your X factor. You know what I mean? Yeah. Jamar Chase, I know that was a big, devastating blow losing Joe Burrow. So yeah, I'm worried we'll, about that one. We'll see what happens. If Higgins doesn't play, I think Chase has a big time game. Yeah, well, I was also thinking of slotting in Rondell Moore, but I'm not sure yet. Probably not, because I'm not going to take that over Jamar Chase. You got to roll with your big timers, man. Got to roll with the guys that got you to the dance and Chase, even though he doesn't have Joe Cool, he still can erupt for big time points. So you got to keep him in. Yeah. And then the biggest thought, I'm probably going to stick with Jake Ferguson, but I got Njoku on the bench versus Denver. Their tight end defense is the the worst in the league. Washington has the worst overall defense. They're number 32. No, I, I, I don't understand that, but uh, Yahoo says that Denver is the worst tight end defense. Yeah, and, so. who's, throw, and who's throwing to Njoku? Not Watson. Not Watson. It, yeah. I mean, that's but, that could be a blessing. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll get to it later. Njoku's been doing well. But yeah, it's going to be a tough matchup. It can go either way, and I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to jinx the 11-0. So I'm just going to stick with a stalemate. It's going to be a tie. That's lame. It's, it's not going to be a tie. Ties aren't fun, Gooby. But like, seriously, how do you feel about though? What, what does your gut tell you? Uh, I'm a little worried because Jalen Hurts is hurt. He's funny. Oh. 
We know this. He his knee is not doing well, and he places a very tough. He's playing versus a very tough Buffalo defense. DJ Moore, I think he can get yards against Minnesota. Chase is a wild card with a new QB. Uh, Michael Pittman's playing Tampa, so I think he can get a few. Etienne's going to have a game because he didn't have a game last week. So Houston, they're they're good, but I think Etienne will have a game. I hope Swift can get in the end zone a couple times. I have a feeling that Philly's going to get to the red zone a lot and have trouble passing against that Buffalo defense. So I'm going to hope that they have maybe a couple screen passes to Swift for a couple touchdowns. I think Ferguson's going to have a fantastic game. Dak's been looking at him. It's his safety blanket. It's it's almost like watching Tony Romo and Jason Witten all over again. I'm loving it because I always love those plays. You know, give it to the big guy and let him score. So that looks good. Brandon McManus has been on fire as as of late. And Dallas defense, I mean, they're playing Washington. So I think Dallas is looking to have a, a good game. Well, Ferguson has three touchdowns at home. So that's very encouraging. Dallas defense is on fire. Like Bland is by far one of the best corners in the game. Yes, sir. You have potential. Both of you guys have potential. I think you have more on your side. It's just... Your two wild cards, Olave and Chase. Yeah. Who's gonna perform? Who's gonna have the bigger game? Who's gonna be that X factor? It's it's tight, man. It's tight like a tiger. Yeah, I I could see CJ Stroud having a game against the Jacksonville defense. So. No, oh, absolutely, and I'll cover that in Tooney bets. But there's a lot on the line in that game. A lot on the table. It's a full Thanksgiving dinner that's gonna be served on your plate come Sunday. Yeah. I can't and wait, on man. Thursday. Yes, sir. All right, well, let's move on to some highlights. Okay. And they were just as grand as Thanksgiving. Let's go to the Packers and the Chargers. 23 to 20 for the Packers. Big time upset. Justin Herbert went 21 for 36. 260 yards, two touchdowns, rushed 73 times. Jordan Love went 27 for 40, 322 yards, two touchdowns, threw zero picks, Gooby. That's very key. It rushed a couple of times. Austin Eckler had a decent game, 10 carries, 64 yards. Dropped the ball, though, which is very unusual on his part. A.J. Dillon showed up, sort of. And the big-time star of the game, Keenan Allen, 10 receptions, 16 targets, 116 yards and a touchdown and Quentin Johnson this seemed to be the theme of the NFL wide receivers dropping the ball you were wide open and that would have been the game-winning touchdown and he dropped it on the final drive of that game so Goobs I want to ask you is it time to move on from head coach Brandon Staley I think so. I mean, it's hard to say, man. Like the chart, the Chargers are great, but it feels like they're missing something on the team. It's not necessarily the head coach. They have great receivers in Keenan Allen and um, oh, who, what's who's injured right now? 
Who's their second string receiver? Mike Williams. Mike Williams. Mike Williams is just a basket of a basket case of injuries. So I think they need a solid number two. Keenan Allen. I mean, I feel like he's gonna start asking for a trade if they can't get it done. He's starting to, you know, get to that age where he needs to win something. So I could see him being shipped out somewhere else if they don't get their act together. So it could be a head coaching change. They have arguably the second best running back in the league. So, yeah, I I think it's a coaching change to to kind of mix things up a little bit. Yeah, it should have happened on Monday. He's just not getting the job done. They're underperforming. They're four and six. That's a team that has a star like Justin Herbert and Austin Eckler, like you said, and Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. Could have had Jordan Addison. They could have drafted him over Quinton Johnson, but somebody dropped the ball there. But I think it's time for a new voice. I think he's overwhelcomed his day and move on. Like, do it now. Just rip the Band-Aid off and salvage your season. It's out there. You could get Bill Belichick next season. So it's possible. So just do it now. I wonder if he would retire. Just say, you know what? That's it. I'm a patriot for life and move on from his career. Who knows? Remain to be seen. All right. All right. Up next, we got the Buffalo Bills versus the New York Jets. You know me. I like to cheer for the Jets. J-E-T. Well, no. They fucking suck. Uh, Buffalo beat them 32 to 6. Zach Wilson, 7 of 15, <laughs> 81 yards, one touchdown, one interception. And then they're like, you know what? Let's try Tim Boyle, 7 of 14, 33 yards, one interception. And then they just said, you know what? Let's put someone else in there for one snap. Thomas Morstead, fucking one of one, 18 yards. So the Jets, man. <laughs> It's hard. Like, Brees Hall, 10 carries for 23 yards. That's just not right. On the other hand, the Bills, Josh Allen, 20 for 32, 275 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. That is my Lord and Savior. Thank you very much. James Cook, 17 carries for 73 yards. And their bright star, Khalil Shakir, three receptions, 115 yards, one touchdown the bills are starting to look like the bills a little bit melky do that do they have a chance of making the super bowl they're not making the super bowl but they're definitely making the playoffs and see what happens when you fire your offensive coordinator it makes a big difference yeah tim boyle sanchez your nfl career is done i'm sorry it's finit finished you're terrible you're absolutely Hot garbage. Zach Wilson? You stupid. You said Sanchez. Oh, he's garbage too. Okay, well, Zach, <laughs> Zach Wilson. Okay, well, if you're known as if you're known for the butt bumble, you're pretty garbage yeah, too. Yeah, that's true. Zach Wilson, sorry. Yeah, your NFL career is over. Done. You've now been relegated to the third string. He's now the third string because they signed Trevor Simeon earlier this week. Yeah. I got one more question for you. The rumors are we're going down the list. What week are we in? We're in week 12. Week 12, yeah. 13, 14, 15, 16. Apparently, Aaron Rodgers could see the field December 24th versus the Commanders week 16. What do you think of this? Do you think this is true? 
I'm going to say my piece first. I yep. feel like if the Jets can come out with a couple wins and be in the playoff hunt, they put Aaron Rodgers in versus the Commanders on Christmas Eve. Yeah, that's the only way he's playing. If they fall further back, then there's no point. Why are you no. going to jeopardize this man's career? And why is he going to do that for a, a horrible season, for a season that doesn't matter? If they are in the hunt, yeah, I can see him coming back because he mentioned two weeks from now or yeah. even three weeks, even though it that's still not Christmas Eve. He did mention two weeks. He's, he's going to start some sort of regiment. Yeah, they're four and six right now. So their next games, they play, they play Miami. They, they play Miami. Not one in that. No. They play the Falcons. They could win that. Maybe. It's a tough game, but they could win that. They play the Texans. They could win that. Mm, not the way the Texans are playing right now. But still, there is a chance. And then they play the Dolphins. If they can get one win off of the Dolphins, I see Aaron Rodgers coming back either December 24th or December 28th. I feel like they have a good chance of just uh, who who who'd you say their number one quarterback was going to be? Tim Boyle. Is it Tim Boyle or is Tim it Boyle. the guy they signed? No, no. Tim Boyle's getting the start this Sunday. Yeah. So okay. remains to be seen who continues. But Trevor Simeon is now the backup. If they could beat the Dolphins just once, which it'll be hard, but if they could just once and they get a win over the Falcons or Texans, if they get a win on both of those, if they get three wins out of the four weeks, Aaron Rodgers comes back versus the Commanders. If they beat the Commanders, Aaron Rodgers comes back for the Browns game. He comes back if they're at 500 or a game over 500 and they're in the wild card race. Yeah. He does not come back if they fall further. 100%. So, that being said, on to the next one. Well, we're talking about teams falling. Let's talk about a team that's rising. The Broncos' miracle win over the Vikings, 21-20. to 20. Josh Dobbs went 20 for 32, 221 passing yards, one touchdown, one interception, 21 rushing yards, a rush TD, and he fumbled the ball again. Russell Wilson went 27 for 35, 250, 259 yards, one touchdown, threw zero picks, which is a big improvement, and rushed the ball once. Ty Chandler, who I said was a great boomer bust pick, had 10 carries, 73 yards, average about 7.3 a carry. Javante Williams had 11 carries, 37 yards, average 3.4. Josh Oliver, who I've never heard of, had four receptions, four targets, 47 yards, and a touchdown. And Cortland Sutton with four receptions, five targets, 66 yards, and had the game-winning touchdown at the end. Oh, yeah. So, Goobs, the Broncos are 5-5 five and five now. Are they making the playoffs? Uh, let's take a look. Uh, win, probably a win, loss, loss, win, loss, win. Yeah, they could. They could definitely make the playoffs. They're second in the division right now. They're not beating the Chiefs, obviously. Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six. It's, up to be, it's between them, the Texans, uh, the Colts, and the Jets. But the Jets are really low, so they have a good chance. Now, 
they're looking like they could make a wild card. They have a chance. I have their schedule. They got the Browns. That's going to be a tough one. The Browns are a great defensive team. They got the Texans, up and coming Stroud, MVP conversation. That's a tough one. They got the Chargers twice. I can see them winning one of those. Lions, that's going to be a difficult matchup. Yeah. Patriots, they'll beat the Patriots. Raiders, they should beat the Raiders. So they could finish eight and nine, maybe nine and eight. There's a chance, but I, I just don't think they get in. I think they can run a high on the Browns, you know, two wins in a row, one over the Bills. Uh, so they could get one there. The Texans, it'll be a tough game, but it'll it's an evenly match matchup if the Broncos ride the high from the Browns win if they do. Uh, who's the home team in the Browns game? Texans. No, the Browns game. Oh, the who's Browns the game? Uh, yeah. Broncos. That's a wonderful so, game. I feel like they can win the first two. The Chargers, I think the Chargers will put them back. One, if they you know get rid of the head coach or something like that or make some changes or do something drastic to you know put this team back into a playoff team. Uh, they lose to the Lions, beat the Patriots. They can probably go one-on-one against the Chargers, and they beat the Raiders. So I, I really think they have a good chance. I don't know. The Raiders like to play spoilers, so that would be really nice. Yeah, it definitely <laughs> would be because I don't like hearing about our Broncos fans over there cheering no. and hooting and hollering. No, Broncos can't be busting. No, no Bronco busters. Excuse me? No Bronco busters. All right. Game of the week. Eagles versus KC. 21 to 17. The Eagles win and they go 9 and 1. Jalen Hurts, 14 to 22, 150 yards, zero touchdowns, one interception. DeAndre Swift, 12 carries, 76 yards, one touchdown. But Jalen Hurts, 12 carries, 29 yards, two touchdowns. Devontae Smith, six receptions for 99 yards. And uh, DeAndre Swift, three for 31. And lowly A.J. Brown, I hope he has this this week. One reception, eight yards. That was yep. perfect. Did you see how pissed off he was at Jalen Hurts? Oh, 100%. <laughs> and I hope that happens again. I hope AJ Brown gets really pissed off again. And I hope the other, you know, the other receivers do well. I hope they go for like fucking 300 yards each, but not AJ Brown. You mean like what Devontae Smith did with 99 yards? Yeah. No, <laughs> I want 300 yards each. I want Jalen Hurts to th- throw him for fucking 900 yards. Okay. Patrick Mahomes, 24 for 43, 177 yards, two touchdowns, one INT. Pacheco, 19 carries, 89 yards. And it was kind of a spread the ball day for Patrick Mahomes. Justin Watson, five receptions, 53 yards, one touchdown. Travis Kelsey, seven receptions, 44 yards, one touchdown. And the list goes on. That seems to be the Kansas City way right now. Just kind of pass the ball to whoever's open. They don't have a clear number one, minus Travis Kelsey. After that, it's slim pickings. Like, I don't know why Justin Watson had so many targets. He had five receptions at 11 targets. And then, obviously, Marquez Valdez-Scantley dropped the game winner right there for the taking, and he dropped the ball, literally. He was pissed. He should be. You see what Mahomes did to the fan? He threw the towel, and the the fan dropped the towel. (laughs) Oh no, was the fan pretty upset? Oh, I lost his towel. 
Well, it just shows KC receivers can't uh, catch, man. Yeah. So I want to ask you, with this win, are the Eagles undeniably the best team in the NFL? No, they're not the all-around best team. Their defense is good, but their defense is not great. I still think it's KC. Even, even though they beat KC, I still think it's KC. I think it's the 49ers. Oh, sorry. Especially, yeah, the Niners. Yeah, Especially sorry. the last two weeks. My bad. The Niners, especially with their acquisition during the mm-hmm. trade deadline. Yeah, no, definitely still the Niners. That's my bad. Okay. Well, that was your week 11 highlights. Thank you, Gooby. You know, there are going to be turns and injuries and other subplots that pop up that you never expect. But Baltimore looks really good. Pittsburgh, I don't want to be in a close game with them. I don't want to go face Jim Schwartz's defense. Who knows where people are going to bring pressure from. You called uh, one of those Cleveland games on radios. You, you, you've seen them in person firsthand. You know they're the real deal. If you tell me these guys are going to show up in the AFC Championship game, probably at Arrowhead again, like it usually is, I believe it. Cincinnati could be there again. They, they look that good. And let's continue talking about the NFL and let's focus on one division that was turned upside down the last two weeks, and that's the AFC North. Oh, thank God it wasn't the AFC West. <laughs> I hated that segment. <laughs> well, that'll never happen again. Week 10 and week 11 changed the dynamics of this division. I'm going to give you the standings up to date right now. Baltimore Ravens are 8-3. and three. Cleveland Browns are 7-3. and three. Pittsburgh Steelers are 6-4. and four. And the Cincinnati Bengals, Bengals are 5-5. Five and five. The Ravens defeated the Bengals on Thursday. Uh, the Cleveland Browns defeated the Steelers on Sunday. Pittsburgh lost. Cincy lost. I'm going to break down the, the injuries for these teams because significant losses have happened. The Ravens lost Mark Andrews to an ankle injury. He's done. And earlier, J.K. Dobbins to an Achilles. The Browns lost slippery hands Deshaun Watson to a shoulder injury and Nick Chubbs to an ACL and MCL. Steelers have no significant injuries at this point. Just Najee Harris sucks balls. So sad. And the Bengals lost their captain, Joe Cool himself. He's out with a wrist injury. And T. Higgins has been hurt pretty basically the whole season. So, Goobs, let's have a discussion here. Who's winning this division? Is this the Ravens division to lose? Yeah. 100%. 100%. They have the best quarterback in the division. Uh, at the moment, they got the best running back in the division. Like, Joe Mixon's good, but at, at this point, the teams are going to be like, well, they're not going to throw the ball. So they're probably going to try to run. So they're, they're, they're going to go run heavy defense, I feel like, on, on that team. I'm hoping so, because then that leaves Jamar Chase wide open. Other than Mark Andrews, the Ravens are healthy. Their defense is good. Their quarterback is great. Yeah, it's it's their division to lose. You, you nailed it saying they have the best quarterback in the division. Now that Joe is down, undeniably, Lamar Jackson is the best QB in the division. I'm eliminating if Joe the, is not down. He's better. Are you some kind of moron? Nah, nah, Joe's better. Lamar can run. He's a dual threat, but I will take Joe Burrow over Lamar Jackson any day of the week. A healthy Joe Burrow. Okay, a healthy Joe Burrow, yes, but he hasn't been healthy in the last two to three years. Uh? He was pretty healthy last year and the year he took them to the Super Bowl. Agree to disagree. I'm eliminating the Bengals. I think they have no chance, obviously, winning this division and getting into the playoffs. Losing Joe is devastating. 
they can't come back from that. The Steelers, I think, have overachieved. They do have the best coach in the division, hands down. Mike Tomlin is an OG boss. But they lost to a Browns team without a good quarterback, without Deshaun Watson. Their offense has been terrible. They just fired Matt Canada, which was great, but their offense is something that I'm worried about. So it's hard for me to put them up there, but their defense is great. And their schedule, they've got the Bengals twice, the Cards, the Pats, the Colts, Seahawks, and Ravens. So they do have an easier schedule, but it all comes down to those division games, and I don't think they can rise to the occasion. The Browns' defense is no joke. Fifth overall. They're number one against the pass, and they're number 10 against the run. They play better without Butterfingers, man. They, they actually look better without them, but I can't trust that it's going to be a sustainable thing for them. Their schedule, not so bad either. They got the Rams, the Jags, the Bears, the Texans, the Jets, and the Bengals. So I can see them getting a wild card spot. Oh, I okay. forgot. Oh, the Broncos. They got the Broncos. Sorry. I forgot the Broncos. How long had Watson been uh, out of the NFL? One year? Yeah, he got a full year suspension. Okay. So this proves that even though you're a quarterback who hasn't played in a while, this proves that you can still come back and play at a high level. Watson has been doing pretty good lately. Yeah, no, he's he has not looked like the same Watson. He no, was, he hasn't looked like Houston. the same. Two weeks ago, he looked good. He finally looked like the quarterback that's making all that guaranteed money. But he's not been the same. He's not lived up to the money that he's getting. He has not lived up to it. It's been the Browns defense that bailed him out. Oh, 100%. I agree. I'm not saying he he looks like he was uh, five years ago. I'm saying he's doing pretty good. He's holding his own and he's staying cool. What? What are you talking about? He's not the reason why they're winning. Obviously, it's the defense, but he's adding to it. Losing him, I feel like the Browns could drop below the Steelers. The Steelers could surpass the Browns. But they can't score. The Browns can score. And both teams have great defenses. If I'm betting on a coach, it's going to be Mike Tomlin. Yeah. But yeah. where were the Steelers on Sunday? They didn't show up. That's true. It'll be rough. I'm thinking that the Steelers will be number two. I don't think any of these teams are going to make the playoffs other than the Ravens. But you don't think know. one of these teams gets a wild card spot? No, I don't. I feel like uh, I, f- I feel like they're all gonna. B- I don't. I don't know uh, who plays who and when if they play each other again. Yeah, they don't play the Steelers again, so the Browns do not have a game in hand. The Steelers beat them twenty-six to twenty-two, and yeah. then their series so, is done. Their series yeah, is done. So the Steelers have the game in hand. So. It's hard to say against the Broncos the way they're playing. The Browns beat the Rams. Browns lose to the Jags. They beat the I Bears. Think, no, I think they lose to the Bears. I think they beat the Bears. I think they beat the Jets. They close it off and beat the Bengals. Uh, don't forget the Texans. They lose to the Texans. They're going to lose to the Texans. I think yeah. the Texans will beat them. So the Jags I feel will like, beat them. I feel like they go sub 500 for the next seven games. Uh, uh, I think that the, defense can carry them. The I, way I just, they play, the defense can carry them. They might might not do anything in the playoffs, but I think that defense can carry them to a wild card spot. The Ravens obviously are head and shoulders better than everyone. Yeah, having a healthy quarterback, 
They're fourth in defense. They're sixth against the pass and 29th against the run. They give up the second least amount of points at 16.1. They're just head and shoulders better. Like they got the Chargers, Rams, Jags, 49ers, Dolphins, Steelers. So hard schedule, very hard schedule, but they can do it. They can split that and still win the division. Oh, Ravens win the division, hands down. But the Steelers, they could beat the Bengals now with that defense. They beat the Cardinals, I think, depending. The Cardinals, I mean, they're doing okay with Kyler Murray back in the mix, but I think that defense will put a stop into Kyler Murray. They beat the Patriots. They probably beat the Colts. I feel like they probably beat the Bengals again. Seahawks, probably not. Ravens, definitely not. So they win their next or five games so can both these teams get in browns and steelers oh i haven't looked at the afc i mean well the browns are seven and three and the steelers are six and four yeah i'm looking uh one i think dolphins bills get in chiefs get in ravens get in so that's four jaguars get in that's five i mean it all depends on how the broncos play and then how the Jets play, and if they get back Aaron Rodgers. If they don't get back Aaron Rodgers, uh, Browns or Steelers will get in, and I'm betting on the Steelers to get in. And then it's between the Broncos and the Browns. Would you put a toonie on that? Oh, boy. Yeah, sure, 100%. All right, let's do it. That's official. Only only those two teams. Just those two teams. I don't care about anyone else. All right. Okay. If none of them make it, it's it's, it's a wash. Okay, well, we can both agree that this division is no longer the hardest with all the injuries that have happened. It's been pretty chaotic, but I just wanted to highlight the AFC North because, goddamn, they need to pray for Jesus, man. <laughs> nothing else happens, <laughs> nothing else goes around. Hey, man, so. it's making it exciting. Absolutely. All right, this might be controversial, but for some family members, a lot of family members, football is the real centerpiece of the Thanksgiving holiday. What else is exciting, Gooby? All right, well, we got American Thanksgiving. Woo-hoo! Happy gobble gobble as you Americans celebrate Thanksgiving. I love food. Duh. I mean, <laughs> not turkey so much, but man, yeah. ham, mashed potatoes. I like vegetables, so get that on my plate. Sausage meat. I don't know if Americans put sausage meat in their turkey. Stuffing. Oh, my God. Oh, I make good stuffing. I just can't wait. There's nothing better than getting a good stuffing. Hey, yo, what the fuck? Hey, three (laughs) Thursday games. I'm excited, man. Packers, Lions, Cowboys, Commanders, Niners, Seahawks. There's two games that are interesting to me. I don't give a shit about the Packers or Lions. <laughs> but that Niners Seahawk game could be a good game. So uh, I probably will watch that. Uh, the Commanders Cowboys game, I'll have to record it and watch it when I get home. But I'm excited, man. What about you, Melky? Why are the Packers on TV? <laughs> I get they do divisions. But couldn't they have lined it up so it was the Lions and the Vikings or something? This is horrendous. The way to start it off, you know, I'm hungry. I want the best meal on my plate. And they put this trash instead. Whatever. The Lions are going to destroy them. It's not not even going to be a contest. The Packers should just stay in Wisconsin. Excuse my Wisconsin mouth. Uh, The Cowboys game is going to be fun. It's a division rivalry that goes way back you want to know what the record is between these two teams overall? Cowboys probably in hand by 65%. 
Uh, not 65%. Close. It's 76 and 48 with two ties. Who the hell ties? Anyways, it's the first meeting between these two teams. Uh, the Commanders are 1-4 and four in their last five. They're coming off a big loss to the Giants. Like, who loses to the Giants? 31-19. to 19. Loser. Yeah, no, I don't Just know. Sad. Cowboys are undefeated at home. They're 4-0. and oh. Washington's 3-3 three and three on the road. We have Dak versus Howell. And their numbers are pretty similar. Like, their touchdowns are similar. 19-18 to 18 for Dak. INTs are terrible. Dak has six. Howell has 12. Terrible. He's doubled Dak. Rushing TDs are tied. Yeah, it should be a good affair. Uh, the Commanders always play the Cowboys well. Number three defense versus the number 32 defense. That's the biggest X factor. Commandos, you should have just thrown in the towel when you traded Chase Young. But you still have to play, and you're going to regret your Thanksgiving dinner on Thursday at 4.30. Wait, who's number two defense? Who's the number two defense? Uh, I was say, San, San Francisco's number one. Yeah. Cowboys are number three. I got to look it up. I can't remember. I don't see anybody being better than Dallas. No, it's just, you got to go stat-wise. It's not about who's better, it's stats. You look it up and I'll talk about the night game. All right, we got the biggest game on Thanksgiving. It's the nightcap, 49ers versus the Seattle Seahawks. This is the NFC West division. It's a big time game. It's the battle for first place. 49ers are 2-0 since the bye. They scored a total of 61 points. Mamma mia. Purdy is back, wouldn't you agree? His last two games, he has 629 yards, six touchdowns, 14 rushing yards, and zero picks. That's the biggest X factor. He's not throwing a single pick in those two games. Seattle, you're like Jekyll and Hyde. One minute you look really good, and the next you don't. So I'm going to give this to San Francisco. The The line is minus 6.5. I think that's accurate. And the 49ers are going to be grabbing that night gobbler and breaking off a few turkey legs in this match. Oh, please feed me. I'm very, very hungry. So I'm looking at stats. You got to go to pro fo- football focus. That's the I, never went to, I, I didn't go to pro fo- football focus. I went to ESPN. I clicked on defense. Theirs is completely different than pro football no, focus. Fo- Football focus actually goes stat-wise, not fantasy point-wise. No, this isn't fantasy point-wise. This is ESPN. ESPN stats. It's basically the same. They have Browns as the best defense in the league. Oh, yeah. The Browns are the best defense. Then the Cowboys. Then Baltimore. Then Kansas City. Then San Francisco. You know what? Maybe it updated with the Chiefs playing on Monday, getting those five sacks on Jalen Hurts. That could could definitely... Oh, yeah. that, was, that was great. He got that. owned in the first half. Their offense is soured up. They're, this is why you should have gone and looked for a wide receiver instead of relying on those bums. Wow. Uh, are you excited about the Thursday games? You said yes, no, maybe so. Yeah, for two of them. The, the first <laughs> one, no one cares about. I feel like the first one is going to be all the Americans... They're going to just be getting to the house that they're going to. Uh, everybody's going to be talking for a few hours, you know, catching up with family and whatnot or friends, wherever you're going. So the first game is going to be halfway done by the time people actually want to sit down and watch it. 
which is good because it's a shit game. And then they're like, okay, Cowboys Commanders, it's going to be a shit game, but at least we get to watch the Cowboys play. That defense is just amazing. So they'll enjoy that for a little bit. But then the good game comes on, San Francisco, Seattle. I think it's going to be a really good game. Who who would have thought Geno Smith is a quarterback in the NFL? A good quarterback, yeah. Yeah. Although so, he didn't look good last week. No. no. <laughs> Did not. But uh, who, who, who do you like in that matchup? The Niners. I mean, can't really go wrong with the Niners, but I could see an upset by Seattle. No chance in hell. I think the 49ers are on a roll, and they're looking to grab that number one spot because the Eagles have to fall at some point. I know they're 9-1, and one, but they've slipped through the cracks their last few games, and the 49ers are hunting. It's a turkey hunting season. As you know, it's Thanksgiving. I'm so thankful that they always have football on Thursday. I'll be missing the first game because I'm out, so thank God. But when I come back, I get to see the Cowboys and finish it off with the Seattle and 49ers matchup. Yeah, I, I'm, ex- I'm excited for that. That's going to be a good game. All right. We got oh. Boomer Bust. Gooby's favorite pastime on the toilet. And for this one, he's making his own Thanksgiving gravy with ham chunks. Oh, that's nasty. So, Gooby, keep that shit to yourself because ham is gross. <laughs> I like ham. That's nah, awesome. ham's nasty, man. I'm going to start it off with Zach Charbonnet. And I think he's a boom this week, Gooby. Last week, he had 47 rushing yards, six receptions, 22 receiving yards for a nice 12.9 fantasy points. Kenneth Walker is questionable with his oblique injury. It's a short week for the Seahawks, so he may not play on Thursday because of it. Charbonnet handled 21 touches for 69 yards. He's already taking over on passing downs, so his volume should increase if it's a no-go for Walker. He's in line for a busy Thanksgiving. Honestly, he should be a top priority on the wire. He would make a great flex option. All right. I agree. Charbonnet is a fantastic player. I can't disagree with that. That's a good pick. Now, we're going to mine. Everybody knows Gooby likes a nice tight end. Yeah! So I'm going to stick with that. And I'm going all tight ends this week. Uh, I'm going to start it off. You know us Cowboy fans, we can't get enough talk when we talk about the Dallas Cowboys. Especially Cowboy tight ends. Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, we can't get enough of it. I'm going to go Jake Ferguson. Jake has been Dak's go-to safety choice when it comes to the red zone. And third, third and long. Three of the last four games, he has posted one touchdown and around four to five receptions a game. Putting up around 12 points a game average. Putting him ninth. On the fantasy tight end list, look for Ferguson to be a boom this week facing the commanders. I think you can get a healthy eight points with an upside of 14 points. Melky, what do you think? I think he's in line to hit double digit touchdowns. He has four in total, but he has three at home. So he loves the home cooking. Like you said, Dak likes to find him in the red zone. He's a nice low end tight end one. And the commandos have the worst defense in football. It's a no-brainer. Start Jake Ferguson this week. Yes, sir. All right, Melky, who do you got next? I guess the theme is tight ends, and I went with another tight end, and it's Isaiah Likely, and he's a boom. Plays for Baltimore. He didn't do much because Andrews got hurt late in the game, but he had 
one reception and one target <laughs> for a measly 1.3 points. So likely is likely to become the significant piece of the Baltimore offense after Mark Andrews' long-term injury. Lamar loves his tight ends. What? He loves the short game. He loves the big fella. Are you serious right now, bro? I think this is going to benefit him. The Ravens are looking for production elsewhere because they can't just run the ball all the time. He's shown potential in his rookie year, reaching up for four catches or 20 or more yards. He also topped 100 receiving yards last season in week 18. So if you're tight end struggling or you're in need of a jolt at that position, take a flyer on Isaiah Likely. I like that. I mean, especially with Mark Andrews out, I think Likely will likely get some <laughs> targets. That's not funny. Dad jokes yeah. over here. I know, right? We're full of them. Let's close it off, buddy. All right, close it off. I'm going with a full Gooby roster. Why? 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 And a full tight end roster. David Njoku, Well Milk. I'm going to be sticking with the tight ends this week. And another player who I picked up off the waiver wire a few weeks ago, David Njoku. He's been Mr. Consistent for the Browns. He's been averaging 11 points per game in his last five games. I'm going to label him as a boom this week versus Denver. The biggest reason why I have him a boom this week is the targets. His last five games, he was averaging around nine targets with a whopping 15 targets and seven receptions last week. And that was without Deshaun Watson. Now he's a tight end 12 on Yahoo. So he could be available in some leagues, like 10-man leagues. Nope. I think his value is up. Get him up off the waiver wire if he's there. Start him as well because this man is looking to have a great game. So I'm going to disagree with you, and he's a wet turkey fart bust. Why do you say such ridiculous things? We don't know the Browns quarterback situation. Yeah, they had Thompson Robinson throw to him, and he seemed to have some great chemistry, but I don't trust it. They're going to rely on their defense to win games. It's going to be low scoring, so that means a lot more low volume in terms of yards and possession. I just can't trust the situation, so for that, he's a bust. Uh, <laughs> oh, boo yourself. <laughs> boo Ernst. <laughs> they saying boo or boo Ernst. Boo. <laughs> I was saying boo Ernst. <laughs> All right, everybody. It is Toonie Bet time, and I'm going to go first. I'm taking the Bills over the Eagles. <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> I think the Bills are going to beat them. The reason is it's because they're looking to make the playoffs. They're a little under right now. I think, what, they're 6-5? and five? So they need to start winning some games, and they need to start beating some good teams to look like a Super Bowl contender. Because at the beginning of the season, I think a lot of people had the Bills in the Super Bowl. So they need to start playing a healthy game. And I think this is where their their comeback season starts. Hmm. Yeah, this game could go either way. I just don't trust Josh Allen to have two back-to-back great games. He throws the ball away too much. He gives it away too much. He has 12 interceptions and four fumble losses. That's not going to get it done. 
especially against a defense that has capabilities of being a number one defense. It's in Philly. The line's three and a half. I like the line and I like the Eagles, unfortunately. And I think they're going to be 10 and one. Okay. All right. Alki, who do you have? Well, I've got another upset alert here. I think it's our Toonie Bets upset edition. We got the Texans over the Jags. And it's minus two for the Jags on the road. I disagree with that. I think the Texans have this one at home. Texans need this win. They're one game back of Jacksonville. Stroud looks to continue his amazing rookie season. It's the number 11 offense versus the number 13 offense. Got Stroud versus Lawrence. These could be the two faces of the NFL someday. They are great quarterbacks. I just think home cooking does the soul good, and the Texans are 4-1 and one at home. Singletary has been a nice surprise in the absence of Pierce. He's rushing, he's catching, he's doing it all. And even though the Jags are a great team, they're the road warriors at 4-0, Stroud will lead the charge and get it done for the Texans. I just like where the team is going, and I'm going with the upset, Houston, for the win. Houston's a good team with C.J. Stroud. It looks good, but I'm going to disagree with you. I think the Jags are going to win. And I also think C.J. Stroud is going to get injured just for that day so he doesn't beat me in fantasy. Hater alert. Hater alert. Hater alert. So you're saying Houston has a problem? Yeah. (laughs) A hopeful gooby problem. You've made a powerful enemy today, my friend. Nah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not wishing like full bodily harm. I'm like, you know, sprained ankle out for that game. Come back strong the next game. I hope you do well <laughs> next game, but not this game. I want B12 and O. I think he has a nice game. I think they get it done. They need to. Well, actually, they don't need to because they're playing with house money. But it's nice to host a home game instead of going on the road in the playoffs. So there's big implications, and I, that's why I like Houston to to take the dub. All right, all right. Yeah, baby, yeah! Well, Melky, take it away. Well, just like a juicy butterball coming out of the oven, this episode is done. Yummy! Thank you for joining us in week 12. Happy Thanksgiving to you, Yankee Doodles. Have a drumstick or two for myself, and especially for Gooby. Hey! Speaking of Gooby, thank you for joining me for this holiday edition. How does it feel to be back? Answer that one. But since you hate turkey, what is your ideal Thanksgiving dinner? What does it look like? Okay, well, it's great to be back. I'm stoked to be back. Uh, The last two weeks has just been a little rough, but... You know, getting better. Um, you want like the full fucking yeah. placement? Yeah. What would be on your plate? Okay, turkey. Wait, what? Only a little bit, not too much. <laughs> ham, a lot of ham. <laughs> Garlic mashed potatoes, stuffing, um, sausage meat. I don't know if you do sausage meat out your your house. I've had sausage in the stuffing, but I don't do like individual sausage yeah, we do, meat. We do individual sausage meat in the turkey. Uh, I like broccoli. I like cauliflower. I like carrots. And I love Brussels sprouts. Don't don't knock the butt Brussels sprouts, people. Okay, they're fantastic. <laughs> what else do we got? What about dessert wise? Uh, oh, I, I first of all, I want a nice hot crust bun. You know what I'm saying? Me too. 
<laughs> I need those nice hot crust buns. Warm and those, sticky? Yeah, warm and sticky. Tight ends are fantastic. You need Jesus. Dessert? I'm not a big dessert guy. I don't like desserts. Now, yes, Gooby is fat, but it ain't desserts. It's chips <laughs> and just, I like food. Like good food, like tacos. Fantastic. This is going to become a food segment. I don't know why. I'm, once, go, once you get me going on some food, I'm just going to talk about food. But yeah. Who doesn't want to bite into a taco? Fuck, man. Talk, you can have any kind of taco you want. Chicken tacos, fish tacos, pork tacos, beef tacos. Fuck, Cheese man. You could, have a, you could have a dessert taco. Like, you hate dessert, though. Yeah, but you can you can have any. That's the thing, man. Tacos are the greatest food alive because you can have any kind of taco you want. Fuck, you want to put asparagus between two fucking pieces of bread and roll it up? Go for it. Taco. <laughs> Tacos okay. are great. So you wouldn't have a dessert then. You would just have uh, your meal and then that's it. I mean, apple crisp is good. I, I would do a nice apple crisp. Okay, I do that. Pie guy. You're not a pie guy at all. No, I like baking pies. I like making pies because I love I love cooking in general and baking and whatnot. But if I had to go, I would do apple crisp because I love the granola top. Sorry, I'm shocked you had a little bit of turkey on your plate. For, for me, I'm keeping it simple: turkey, cranberry, garlic mash, spicy asparagus, and stuffing. Like who doesn't like a good stuffing? Are you fucking kidding me? And for dessert. You can't forget about that pumpkin pie, drizzle that whipped cream, and you just lick it. Jesus Christ, So yeah, now it's definitely turning into food porn. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're getting there, folks. New episode coming soon. All right. Do you want to say your goodbyes? Uh, yeah. Uh, thank you guys for uh, you know listening to us. Thank you, Melk, for holding it down for the last two weeks. Thank you, Small Fry, for joining in. Uh, I know you like to hear my voice, apparently, so <laughs> I, I'm back in full force. Hopefully, we can uh, do a pod together, get the three of us going on one. But uh, thank you for uh, filling in for me uh, week nine. Ten. So, yeah. Ten? Yeah, it was 10, two weeks ten. ago. My bad, my bad. It's it's all been a blur. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Melky, again, thank you very much for holding it down the last two weeks. And uh, I will see you guys next week. Melky, what do you got? I'm just going to piggyback off you. Thank you for supporting this pod. Uh, we do this for you. You know, thank uh, El Jefe, the network, NA30. Click and subscribe. Find that channel and listen to the most ridiculous content out there. We're out there. It's a fun channel. And I'm just thankful for podcasting and everyone who's been involved in this dysfunctional journey. And welcome back, Gooby. <laughs> it's not the same without you. So I'm thankful that you're here and you're going to be back going forward. It's not the same without Gooby's adventures and Gooby telling us that he's still perfect. Now, yeah, let's just still perfect, boys. He's still exactly there you go now let's make like zach wilson's nfl career and end and by the way who the hell thought the jets playing on friday was a good idea they should be banned from tv all right have a good night hey john how's the turkey coming oh frank i'm not making turkey i'm making turducken you know what a turducken is that's where you stuff a chicken uh, into a duck 
and then he stuffed that inside a turkey. <laughs> Boom! That's a turducken! <laughs> this year I'm thinking about adding another meat, too. Huh? If I go smaller, I'm going with a weasel. If I go bigger, of course, a buckhorn sheep. I mean, either way! <laughs> you stuff it inside your oven, which is stuffed inside your kitchen, which is stuffed inside your home. Hey, John, we gonna have a vegetable with that? Oh, no, Frank, no vegetables. I don't like vegetables at all. So what I do is I take a vitamin. <laughs> Sounds great, John. We'll check in with you later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I look forward to it, Frank. <laughs> hey, you guys want some? It'll be your last meal. Turkey and a turkey and a chicken and a chicken and a chicken and a duck. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. And enjoy the game. <laughs>